Welcome to The Burn, Beyond Firestop. I'm your host, John Zalepka. Our show is focused on life safety and code compliance in the built environment, which puts me on a mission to find the most interesting people in the space and get their unique perspectives. Our hope is that our listening audience will walk away with an understanding of how our guests and their businesses also contribute to the promotion of life safety of whatever is being built. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Specified Technologies, also known as STI Firestop. And since 1990, STI has been a leading global provider of innovative fire protective solutions that help stop the spread of fire, smoke, and hot gases. And our guest today is no stranger to these such topics. He's STI's own Director of Strategic Accounts and our resident curtain wall guru, Eric LaCroix. Welcome to The Burn. Morning, John. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Awesome. So, Eric, if you've listened to the show, and I know you have, I think you know I always like to start on a personal note rather than jumping into the whole business of things. And, you know, I couldn't find much personal information on LinkedIn about you. Kudos. That's pretty smart. Uh, so I Googled Eric LaCroix, and I see that you may have played professional hockey for the New York Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also uh, my family owns LaCroix Water as well. Unfortunately, both of those are not related. <laughs> Uh, upon further investigation, I see that the hockey player wasn't you. Uh, so I get my question is, uh, I, so you know you share the name with the former athlete. Has anyone asked you if you were actually that person? Absolutely. In fact, I have to admit that early on when I was uh, doing some work in Canada that uh, some people did ask me that and I didn't say no so I could get in the front door. I didn't tell them yes, but when they saw the difference in size, they knew right away it wasn't him. <laughs> That's awesome. So is LaCroix a common name? I mean, it's it's a French surname. We? We, we. Yes, it's actually uh, it's actually a, a French Canadian uh, Cajun type of, uh, you know, type of background. So my family, you know, obviously settled uh, both between uh, Quebec, Canada and uh, Louisiana. And I, I do see one thing you put on there that you did go to the University of Massachusetts at Dartmouth. So are you from Massachusetts originally? Did you play hockey there? Or any other sports? No, no, I I didn't play hockey there, but I uh, was born in uh, in Massachusetts and uh, was had lived most of my early years in the uh, Massachusetts Rhode Island area. Uh, but I did transfer down to the Carolinas when I was in elementary school, and so uh, that's how I I became you know uh, tied down south. And so uh, I did go back up after high school uh, in the Carolinas. I did go back up. Uh, to, to go to school at UMass Dartmouth, which at the time it was Southeastern Massachusetts University, SMU, SMU. And, um, but then after that, I had the opportunity to come back down to work with STI uh, handling the Carolinas. So it was, a, it was an easy move back. Yeah, it's an interesting um, battle of, of dialects that you got going on there. Or, uh... <laughs> yeah, every once in a while you'll throw, I can sneak out a few y'alls and, and, and uh, grab your car. So they always, they always kind of look at it and try to figure out where I'm, what angle I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, the accents. Um, so what did you study in school? I assume it wasn't curtain wall fire stopping? No, no. Unfortunately, there's not, not too many courses on that. But no, I was actually a history major. Uh, I was actually interested at the beginning to go into uh, education. You know, like everybody else, you know, I was in the business department because I thought I wanted to go into business. And uh, the dean actually called me in and said, uh, what are you even doing in here? And he said, what do you want to do? And that's kind of where it went from there. So my, my goal or my, my plan originally was to go into uh, education. Is that what you did right after school? I mean, before you came to work at STI? No, no. I actually went into, while I was in college, uh, 
you know, I, I worked several part-time jobs and whatnot. Um, and I actually worked at a, a construction supply company. And that's how I got my background, starting off working in the yard and then, you know, over time, just gradually working up the company. And that's where I actually learned about STI. So uh, my background is actually in pipe valves and fittings in the plumbing world. Uh, that's what I learned a lot of, but it crossed over naturally into fire stop and then fire protection because of the through penetration requirements early on. For sure. Funny the way these things happen, huh? And, and here we are 24 years later out of STI's 32 years of existence, which by my calculations is 75% of the time that STI has been alive. You've been here. So, uh, what roads kind of led you here? I mean, I know you said you were in the plumbing supply, but I mean, what, who, who brought you here or, or what exactly brought you over to STI? Sure. Sure. So I, as I was working, you know, closely with STI at the time, you know, as a distributor, uh, and getting the support that, you know, that we're, we're known for to help help grow the business um i had actually met you know obviously some of the um you know key people at sti and uh, one gentleman at the time was the vice president of sales tim o'brien is who i knew and so when tim found out uh when i called him to tell him i was leaving uh he said you know you should come up and and meet charbel and i've never had never met charbel so that was the next step was to go up and and uh as they say the rest is history and you have held a few different positions before your current role can you tell us about some of your other time in the field and responsibilities and how that kind of helped you prepare for what you're doing now so originally uh i was hired as a territory manager to run the day-to-day operations of uh the carolinas north and south carolina as well as a portion of virginia and then from there, you know, working the territory, you know, building the relationships with the contractors, you know, code officials and, and distributors and whatnot, um, you know, it, the responsibilities grew. So over time, uh, you know, started to cover different states, then became a regional manager where I would have multiple states in addition to multiple people working under me, like, you know, STI's regional manager system does. And, uh, and it just kind of grew from there. And uh, originally, when I before I came on to the strategic account side, I was the um, uh, Southeastern regional manager. Uh, that covered the uh, southeastern U.S., uh, Caribbean, Latin America, down into South America, as well as uh, parts of Mexico. So your role has gotten bigger and bigger. So is your territory. So now you have this this national position. What was, I guess, the catalyst where you're like, well, I've seen so many curtain wall jobs at this point. I've been involved in so many different things. How did how did you get to be the head of, of this strategic initiative, if you will? Well, I think it, you know, I mean, obviously it wasn't something that we were, we were pushing for. I think as STI grew, the opportunities arose. Uh, you know, a perfect example of, of areas where STI has, uh, you know, understands the customer's needs and develops, you know, solutions to fit those would be in healthcare. So, you know, healthcare, then curtain wall became a, a very easy, uh, you know, vertical alignment. So that's really what it's all about is, is you know, identifying the areas of the Firestop industry where technology support, you know, customer service testing still matters. And uh, one of the key, ro- one of the key uh, markets for that is uh, the perimeter, the skin of the building, the curtain wall assemblies. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so you mentioned testing, but I mean, I, I know that you were great in the field. I mean, you were out there for so many years working with contractors and users. I mean, people are always talking about what a really great dude you are, and you are. Uh, but now I guess you're behind the scenes as well and very much involved in, in the testing that you mentioned there for perimeter fire containment systems, right? Right, right. Well, we, you know, obviously the engineering team uh, that we have is tremendous and we work through that. But uh, our role is absolutely to identify opportunities to build, you know, those relationships with our partners, like, you know, the major glazers or the major curtain wall consultants who will actually make decisions and hold them on jobs. Um, you know, that that's really the role is to identify what the opportunities are from our customers, listen to their their pain points 
and develop the most cost-effective solution that protects their liability and exposure. Uh, you mentioned our engineers. Can you talk a little bit of, uh, about the importance of how they prepare the tests according to the ASTM standard and uh, to get ready? Because, I mean, I know we have a lot of testing that's that's been done. Oh, yeah. So, so you know, there's a lot to it. But, you know, basically in a nutshell, you know, they, they you know, are, are overview the, you know, the scope of the of the opportunity, the scope of the, the test specimen, you know, the size of the wall, what we're going after. You know, obviously we're, we're dialed in now as the industry has become more advanced and our role has become more critical on, say, projects and, and you know, strategic partners. You know, our goal right now is to, to really start to test and continue to test real world designs. You know, the old days of having, you know, you know, transom spacing 72 inches with a, you know, a, a sill or a transom 33 inches off the floor slab. Those days are long gone. You know, everybody wants shorter panels, more glass, more complicated, you know, types of, uh, of installations, uh, anchor systems that are becoming, you know, larger and more prevalent. All those types of things have to be taken into account. And that's that's kind of the role of the team is to identify those opportunities and, and get get it prepared, you know, help the customer, you know, if they're supplying a wall system, you know, make sure that it's built right, make sure it's hung properly. Uh, we do the fire stopping systems ourselves and then we go back and we burn. So it's a it's a complicated, long process that usually can take anywhere from, you know, really nine to 12 months from the time that you actually get a date uh, scheduled for the fabrication of the walls, the shipping, the hanging, and then, you know, for us to do all our jobs. So there's a lot of coordination that has to be done and there's a lot of movement behind the scenes, but it's, it, it's, uh, it's handled quite nice. Uh, yeah, great. I mean, can you talk a little bit about that testing that you mentioned there? I know um, the third-party test labs, most people are familiar with UL, uh, but maybe you could shed some light on some of the other labs as well that we have listings at. Sure, sure. So we test, you know, primarily at UL, but also in addition, we test at Intertech, which are the two main labs, uh, you know, for full scale 2307s. Uh, we do test in South, you know, we do run the tests in, in you know, like, uh, you know, a different lab that, uh, you know, that Intertech may come in view or vice versa. But the point is, is that they're all subjected to the requirements of 2307, whether it's run at UL or run, you know, at Intertech. So uh, there's a lot, again, a lot of coordination that goes through, you know, to, and, it, and depending on the decision of the labs, could be the particular wall system, could be the ratings that we're trying to achieve, could be mullion spacing. There's a lot of variables to it, but again, we, we utilize the best aspects of both labs to be able to generate a real world tested design. So that can be used, you know, throughout North America and the world. And all that testing is on the ISMA, correct? Correct, correct. The intermediate scale multi-story test apparatus, which for obvious reasons, uh, everybody refers to as the ISMA. It always makes me think of the little rascals. This must be my lucky day. <laughs> uh, so how is that different than your typical floor or wall fire tester or, or even a typical joint system where you have two rated assemblies meeting up? Sure. Well, that's a great question. So, you know, the difference in the standards is the starting point. So, you know, most... Uh, testing that's performed in the fire stop industry is, is generally done between two rated barriers, say for a construction joint. And as you know, this standard for 23 ASTME 2307 is designed for a non-rated exterior assembly, wall assembly. So that's the number one difference. First of all, it's tested between a rated barrier and a non-rated exterior wall. Whereas say like a floor to floor joint would be two rated barriers. If had a wall joint would be a rated wall to a rated floor. Again, the difference is rated to a non-rated barrier. The other, uh, uh, you know, aspect to the difference in the standard and what makes it so difficult is that your uh, perimeter fire containment system has to compensate for the wall coming apart, deflecting, warping, twisting during the fire. 
If your system can't compensate for that, you'll fail the test. And last, uh, the, another major difference is that, say for example, on a floor-to-floor on a, uh, -floor joint, like in a parking garage, two rated barriers, that type of uh, construction joint is only subjected to one burner from below. With a perimeter fire containment system, you're testing not only from below, but you also have an external burner that is uh, positioned on the outside of the, of the curtain wall assembly. And so what happens is uh, the test starts with an internal burner underneath, which attacks the void. And then five minutes roughly plus into the test, they ignite the external burner. And over the course of the test, the two flames and the two burners will, will merge. And that becomes one large flame plume. So what you're doing is you're attacking a non-rated curtain wall assembly, not only from below, but from the exterior. And again, if your wall comes apart, your joint goes with it. So it's not just enough to know about fire stopping. Where we really excel is knowing about curtain wall components and critical aspects of the wall system. I was really hoping you were going to say, if the wall goes, the joint goes with it. Because, I mean, that's one of the other catchphrases that I always hear you say. And it's great because we have tested so many different configurations. Um, how would you say that STI stacks up against the competition? Do we have a competitive advantage? And let's toot our own horn here. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you know, we'll let, we'll let our... Uh, you know, we'll let our, our performance speak for ourselves. But the truth is, is yes. I mean, we have partners, glazing partners, some of the largest glazers in the world we work closely with uh, on all scales and, and some of the largest regional glazers in the country, as well as small and medium-sized guys. You know, there's no limit or size or scope. It's just somebody who doesn't view our services as a commodity that can be replaced. So we like to work with partners who are committed. Um, but yes, we have, we've developed many of the industries first over the last, you know, five to seven years, including, you know, flush transom back pan assemblies, um, uh, you know, vertical notch curtain wall systems, hybrid window walls, uh, you know, intermediate uh, or non, uh, you know, framed galvanized valance back pan assemblies is the latest one we just tested. These are all things that have been developed by uh, consultants and designers across the world. And what we're doing is we're keeping our partners ahead of the curve by providing tested solutions that can be um, applied, you know, reducing again, liability and exposure. Are there any new products or systems that we're working on that we can talk about? Or is it safe to assume that everything's on the down low and STI is always working on something new and innovative? Well, we're always working on something new and innovative. And, and some of it is, you know, we don't we don't want to get too far ahead because sometimes we are under NDAs with some of our, you know, glazing partners for their wall systems and whatnot. But I can tell you just in the last, say, you know, 18 months or 24 months, uh, we've changed the industry, really. I mean, we, you know, obviously we've had the industry's, you know, best all-weather spray, which is Fastac. There's nothing that compares to it. We developed uh, the industry's two best water-based sprays, which is AS, which has been around for years, but also the new SF SFS Safing Spray, which is uh, designed to provide a more durable coating and uh, gives you a, um, you know, a much more uh, quicker drying type of water-based product. So in addition to that, we developed the, uh, the revolutionary quick clip system, which has really changed the way insulation is secured in the shop, but also in the field. And then last but not least is the development uh, to provide a solution to the, the problem that had arose over the last few years with the new hybrid window wall designs. You know, old traditional window walls didn't need to, anything done to them. These new hybrid window walls create a void and the code requires a void to be treated. It never specifically talks about a type of wall system. You're never going to see the code say a, 
aluminum frame glazing system or a precast spandrel condition or a hybrid window wall. It's going to say the voids created at the intersection of a non-rated exterior wall and a rated assembly must be protected. So these newer wall systems that actually create gaps and voids that weren't there before, we had to develop new products, new sequencing and new solutions. And, and really, I think one of the best ones that we've done besides uh, QuickClip has uh, been the, that, uh, the window wall gasket. That's a tremendous, tremendous advancement and provides a, a, a real world solution uh, when access isn't available. You can actually install it as the wall's being set or the, the fabricator can put it in in the shop, which eliminates a lot of headaches on the job. And it's great that you're out there on these jobs and getting all this information back. I mean, I know that you've presented quite a few webinars, uh, AAA accredited actually webinars for the vertical notch systems, the hybrid window wall systems. You mentioned the gasket that we have, um, even the basics of perimeter fire containment. Why is it so important to tell people about these specific types of wall panels? Well, obviously, like everything else, the industry changes at, a, at almost a geometric rate. You know, I, even like CLT, for example, you know, these cross laminated timber type of, you know, everybody's on to it. Everybody's excited but they don't, no one realizes there's no tested designs for it. There's no standard for it yet. It's coming and we're ahead of, of the curve to develop things, but there's nothing there. And the same thing holds true to a lot of the new frame systems. You know, designers with all good intentions like to, you know, put the latest and greatest, but the question is how does it, how does it impact the fire performance? How does it impact, you know, the ability to protect and maintain the integrity of that wall? Because as you said, if the wall comes off, you're done. The joint goes with it. So it, it's our responsibility not only to identify the latest developments, but also try to keep people, uh, designers, specifiers, glazers, consultants, inspectors, up to date on the latest advancements like ACE, you know, uh, aluminum composite panels or structural silicone. A lot of people didn't realize that, but STI is the only manufacturer that has tested designs incorporating structural silicone or pressure plate and gasket. If you don't use pressure plate and gasket, you use structural silicone, and that's the majority, and we have that already in, in our tested design. So a lot of it is about peace of mind and limiting liability and exposure. Tremendous. I mean, listen, you covered a lot in a short period of time there. Uh, but what I like about what you've done there and what your team has done is you put together a book of solutions. Can you tell us a little bit about that, What where it came from, and how can someone get it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. You know, truthfully, the book of solutions came out. It's really, you know, nothing more than a, you know, it basically is a roadmap on the latest and greatest, most cutting edge systems. You know, STI has developed over 140 now uh plus tested designs, both at Intertech or at UL. Um, and let's be honest, a lot of those designs early on are not, you know, applicable as we talked about, you know, 72 inch, you know, panel sizes, you know, now we're down in some cases as small as 10 inches and so on and so on. So it's basically the, the handbook of solutions provides a roadmap to the latest and greatest designs uh, seg by segments. So you can have your latest designs, you know, most cutting edge tests for, aluminum frame back pans or EFs or precast and so on and so on. So it's basically a, a very, uh, let's call it a cliff notes <laughs> of navigating to the latest and greatest. Uh, and it, you can get a copy by simply sending me an email uh, to elacroix at stifirestop.com. And we'll be more than happy to send it out. And it's, uh, it's broken down by, you know, the wall types, by insulation type, by uh, insulation attachment method, by anchor location. So again, in a less than a minute, 
you can find what you need uh, rather than searching for, you know, an hour on something that may not be applicable. Awesome. We'll make sure to get a link to your email in the show notes here. But what if somebody had a specific question about a curtain wall design that they're working on and and how do they go about getting a recommendation on, on what to do without compromising aesthetics? So the best thing that we always recommend is, you know, there's multiple ways. Uh, obviously, they can go to engineering directly. Uh, there's ways to go through that with our territory managers in the field. They can also contact STI engineering directly via the internet or, uh, you know, live on a phone or via chat. But uh, what most people will do is they'll work with the curtain wall team uh, and they'll, uh, you know, contact us directly and we can provide that information very, very quickly. Uh, we also have something that we've developed, which is very revolutionary, uh, which is called our uh, STI design assist service. And that is available on the website, or we could also send a link uh, to them if they contact me again at that uh, at my email address. We'd be more than happy to send the book of solutions as well as the information on the design assist service. And basically, any designer anywhere can interact with the curtain wall team immediately uh, and supply sketches on on notes. They can you know shop drawings, napkins, whatever it is, and we will generate the information back to them and get them what they need uh, in writing within 24 hours. We could also put it, that link in the show notes as well, make it easy on everybody out there. Uh, before I let you go, I just want to shift focus a little bit. Tell me about your team. Um, who's on the team? How do you divvy up responsibilities or is it by uh, territory? Great, great. Well, another great question. So, so basically, you know, in order to service our accounts, our, you know, partners, but also our, our internal salespeople, you know, our SDI support people, um, we're, we have uh, basically right now, North America is divided into three vertical channels. We have the Western United States and Canada, the Central United States and Canada, and Eastern U.S. and Canada. So how it works right now is that um, Mike Zanatelli, Michael Zanatelli, who's been with us over 20 years as well, who was also, um, you know, a regional manager who worked his way up through, uh, you know, through the ranks as a territory manager. Michael handles the West Coast of the U.S. and, and Canada for us. Uh, and he covers uh, basically the demising line would kind of be like Texas up type of thing, roughly. So then you would get to the central part of the U.S. and Canada, and that is covered by Aaron Alterman. And Aaron is a tremendous resource. Uh, he is very well known, uh, especially to the consultant world and architectural world, for his patience. He has a lot of patience uh, helping people get to the, the right system, but also not just giving it to them, but helping educate them on how they can you know, select it easier in the future. And then on the East Coast, that falls under me, and uh, I work with the team uh, across the U.S. There's really we're really not limited by uh, geographical boundaries because the curtain wall world is very fluid. So for example, we may have a partner, a strategic partner who has 18 offices around the country. They have offices on the West Coast, the Central, the East Coast, and so on. We work as a team across lines because our communication uh, and our, our support levels for the customer uh, needs to be that way because it's not enough to just to support a project that's in New York when that project may be designed out of Seattle now. So the days of you know a job that's being built in New York City, being designed in New York City and so on, a lot of that is over. So you have to have that cross coverage around the US to be able to get to Seattle quick, Toronto, LA, Chicago, so on, when the job's gonna be built or, or done in New York or, or Florida. 
So that that's what separates the curtain wall team uh, is our ability to to keep consistent support around North America. And so you guys are working with everybody involved in curtain wall from the manufacturer to the glazer, insulators, consultants, architects, engineers, code officials, inspectors. I don't know if I missed anybody. Uh, how do you guys even find time for trade show season, which is upon us, right? How many shows do you have on the calendar for this year? Uh, trade shows, uh, how many we have on this year? Uh, we probably do about 14 shows. Uh, we're very heavily involved in Facades Plus, which is a uh, conference, an educational conference, as well as a workshop. And in some cases, they are one day. In other cases, they're two days, depending on the location. Uh, we also do a webinar educational series through CE Strong, which is uh, specifically on curtain walls. Uh, we're involved in the BEC. Uh, with a glass association, which will be in Nashville in, in a couple of weeks. And we are also involved with uh, IBEC, which is a roofing slash perimeter, uh, you know, curtain wall um, consulting inspection group, uh, which we're heavily involved in as well, which has their national show in a couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, we do limited amount in certain markets, but we do heavily invest in the in the education process. That's great. I mean, in education, what it's all about. So I really appreciate the time today, Eric. I mean, it was great talking to you and getting to know you even better. And uh, thanks for your time. Great. Well, you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for having me. And again, obviously, if there's anything we could do to help anyone, please don't hesitate to reach out. Awesome. And a very special thank you to our listening audience. We couldn't and we wouldn't do this without you. Uh, there are a lot of great podcasts out there, and you've chosen to listen to this one, so it's truly humbling when I see how many people tune in. We really appreciate it. So, again, be sure to check out the show notes for links to some of the things that we were talking about. And finally, if you are enjoying the show, please support us by sharing with others, like or comment when you see us pop up on LinkedIn, or or leave a rating or review, however you do that, on podcasts, wherever you get them from. So, And to catch all the latest and greatest from STI, make sure to check out our website, www dot sti firestop dot com and until next time this is the burn <laughs> <laughs>